Spring reprisals of 1917 were a phase of reprisals against uh, British and French prisoners of war who had been captured by the Germans. It was a German action in retaliation for French mistreatment of German prisoners who were being held behind French lines uh, during the Battle of Verdun and made to work in very poor conditions on the Verdun battlefield in 1916. Uh, the German action was then extended to all newly captured British prisoners of war in March 1917. The aim was really to put pressure on the Entente states to improve their prisoner treatment. Um, ultimately, however, um, what, what actually happened is that uh, large numbers of prisoners end up in very poor conditions behind German lines as a result of this action. It's a way of, yeah, of, of effectively using prisoners as a kind of hostages, um, but in a very particular way. The prisoners were allowed to write home to their families, they were allowed to write to people of importance in their home countries in Britain and France because it, it, was, it was known in Germany that these countries were democratic countries and therefore this would put pressure on the leadership to change their policy towards German prisoners. Uh, it's a very interesting reprisal sequence, it's not very well known, um, and it had a certain rationale behind it which was to actually try and protect German prisoners on the French part of the battlefield. This is, if you like, a kind of almost um, spectacle of collective punishment. It's deliberately made public. Uh, it's discussed in the Reichstag, for example, and, and all of the parties, apart from the socialists, actually support this move. They're very aware of the kinds of pressure that can be, can, can, can be created through using public opinion, and that is precisely what, what, what lies behind these reprisals. This wasn't the first time this had actually happened. Public reprisals had been used in 1916 by the German army as well on the Eastern Front. So if you like, this was a follow-on from this. Essentially, during the spring reprisals of 1917 and also during uh, a sequence of reprisals in 1916, we see the German military leadership very aware of the kinds of public opinion pressures that the British and French governments are under. And as a result, as part of the reprisals, prisoners who are being held as forced, forced labour effectively behind the lines in dangerous positions uh, on limited rations uh, in, in reprisal for uh, bad allied treatment of German prisoners, were encouraged to write home and to tell uh, their families, their loved ones, anyone in a position of importance as well that they knew of, um, what, what conditions they were, they were living in and how the reprisals were affecting them. As a result, we have British and French prisoner letters and postcards being sent to, uh, to, 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 to military leaders, to the uh, Canadian uh, authorities, to the, to, the, to the Australian authorities, to the International Red Cross, to the Vatican, to their local MP, uh, to their local député if they're French. Uh, essentially a mass campaign whereby the reprisals prisoners are being used uh, to manipulate public opinion in the home countries by making the reprisals very public in this way. We are in a lamentable state and work under artillery fire. What food we get is very little. 19 grams of meat per man for four days and every four days a loaf of bread that weighs 1200 grams and that is all. We are behind the lines working and in danger of our the German own army under the fire of the French artillery. And yesterday nine of my comrades were hit by a shell. They tell us that when our people withdraw their prisoners from working behind our lines, they will do the same with us. Try to speak with other influence to make those reprisals end. And they actually worked. 
the, the, the French initially are the first to give way. They, they withdraw their German prisoners to a distance of 30 kilometres, and the British, in order to keep up the alliance, the, the, the Allied front regarding prisoner treatment, also withdraw their prisoners then to a distance of 30 kilometres. And in both cases, it's the civilian government in Britain and France who intervene to force their military to take this action. Their military is actually more in favour of keeping German uh, prisoners as labour as near to the front as they like. There were a number of very important international conventions which existed at the outbreak of the war, at the Hague Convention of 1907 and the Geneva Convention of 1864. The Geneva Convention was mainly to protect the enemy wounded who were captured on the battlefield, uh, and the Hague Convention had a series of very vague stipulations about how enemy prisoners of war should be treated. With the outbreak of war and mass captivity occurring very rapidly, uh, over a million prisoners taken by Germany in the first year of the war, the conventions rapidly uh, fell out of favour because they were too general. No one had envisaged a total war situation whereby prisoners' labour would actually become the most important element of their value to the home side. And in a way, labour acts as a protection. The labour need means that you do not want all your prisoners to die, you need them to work for you. But it also acts as an element in a deterioration process because you need their labour so badly and you're prepared to put them in situations where they come in harm's way. Almost all of the British prisoners, other ranked prisoners taken in spring 1918, are kept behind German lines. They're actually put straight into labour battalions and they're kept as workers. They're not sent to the German home front camps anymore. This is not a case of being overwhelmed. This is a very rational decision-making process whereby prisoners are actually, in, in some cases, moved in 1917 and 1916 from home front camps to the front line, either the Eastern Front or to the Western Front in 1917. So this is actually a very cautiously thought through decision. It is not a, a case of being overwhelmed by large numbers of prisoners leading to mistreatment in those two reprisal sequences. Now, after the 1917 reprisals, the British and French agreed to a 30-kilometre limit on where they will use prisoners. Uh, the Germans also agreed to that limit, however they then breached that in 1918 and keep these 75,000 British prisoners, for example, taken in the spring uh, behind, behind the lines effectively as labour. In 1918, however, what we do see is a spiral of mistreatment developing and getting much worse. Because in 1918, uh, under the pressures of the blockade, Germany is suffering quite, quite severely from food shortages. Um, their prisoner treatment really does deteriorate much more rapidly and, um, and as a result what you actually see is prisoners working on very, very little food. You also see an escalation in beatings uh, because of the workload that, that these prisoners are having to carry out and it's very difficult to make malnourished men work as a result guards resort to violence. And so towards the end of the war in 1918 you're seeing treatment that in 1917 or 1916 have been considered shocking enough to be called a reprisal and atrocity. By 1918 that's a norm in the German army. I think this is a very modern action and in many ways it shows that actually there's a better grasp, a better understanding of the role of the home front and of public opinion and propaganda in the German case than perhaps historians have previously thought. This actually does, this process of reprisals and of publicising reprisals works quite well. British and, the British and French public are very alarmed by this news. It, it, it's quite well publicised in their media. The letters home from the soldiers, are, are, from the prisoners being held on German reprisals, arrive home. They're full of horrific stories. It does put quite a lot of pressure on the, on the governments in Britain and France. And it's an effective use of, of prisoners themselves through letter writing to actually publicise what's going on.